before this storm. November 3rd. Anaheim, California. Be there. Thank you for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 332 for Patch 7.0. We are a podcast about World of Warcraft and the rest of the Blizzard universe. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Root. And this is Freckleface. Coming up in episode number 332 of HearthCast, one annoying thing about artifact power and favorite quest lines of all time. HearthCast is brought to you by our Patreons, like Spanky Hunter and Karova. Their continued monthly support helps offset costs and allows us to bring you the quality show you've come to expect. We thank all our Patreons for the kind donations. Thank you. So, hey there, Freckleface. Hey there, Root. Tell me about your week in the Blizzard universe. Well, let's see. Um, you know, I've been testing out Zygor Guides yes. a little bit. And um, so, I'm still leveling my mage. She's been kind of parked for a while. What's your mage's name? It's not Freckleface. It's, oh. I know. Some of them aren't Freckleface. Wow. I know. <laughs> So I decided to uh, try out Zyger Guides to take her over to Azuna, because I was starting fresh there. Okay, so you started in a fresh zone. Yeah, yeah, and it worked pretty well, I think. Isn't it neat? Yeah. Yeah. I think I might have turned off something on my main account, or my main tune, because on my mage, it would show me the arrows, and it would tell me exactly where to go, like, you know, go forth here, and then turn right, and then turn left, and it doesn't tell me that on my hunter. And so I must have turned something off or changed something somewhere. Yeah, you can toggle those directional arrows on and off and whatnot. I thought I did, though. Hmm. Yeah, I think I tried hmm. both ways and still wasn't having any luck, so. Well, maybe, can you do any kind of, like, screen, remote screen type thing? Um, I don't have anything un- installed uh, on my computer to do well, that, if that's what you're asking. I think we'll hook you up with Splashtop. Okay, and, all right. Um, I'll jump on there and see what I can do. Okay. Are you going to change my computer settings? No. Set an alarm for 5 a.m.? That'd be funny. Get up, Frank of Ice! I'd be up. You might as well be up, right? Yes. Yeah, sure. Tell yourself that. <laughs> See how far that goes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to come knocking on your, your hotel room door in BlizzCon at 5 a.m. when I'm up no, ready to go. No. Actually, you know what? what? Last year, I got up that early anyways because of the East Coast, West Coast right. type thing. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Could not sleep past 6 a.m. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the leveling process is very smooth. And I did that quest. I don't know if you remember um, when you go talk to the prince and everybody hates him. And he leads you over to this area where there's all these ruins. And you have to go find these groups of spectral ghosts that are being held captive by different things. And we look through this scrying orb thing. So it shows you in like a cutscene where the things are or where the places are that you need to go. This is sounding vaguely familiar. Okay. Yeah. When I went through that the first time, it was really difficult to find where I needed to go. Mm. Partially because one of them was up a staircase that I didn't see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, I, now I know what you're talking okay, about. Okay. Yeah. Yes, so, yes. so doing it with a guide, 
Right. It was just, a lot quicker. Here's the thing. So I know a lot of times I complain about reading quest text. I believe with Zyger guides, you actually read more because it tells you what to do and you have to read that. And it, and for me, anyhow, the text is smaller. And well, true. Yeah. But you're just not reading why you're doing what you're doing. No, that is correct. So I do miss yeah. out on some of the lore because I have it auto accept quests and auto turn in quests. And, oh, goodness. Yeah. Auto take flight points and auto everything. I can auto, I almost automate everything. I don't let it sell stuff because I can do that too. And I don't let it um, equip. It can auto equip stuff. And sometimes I don't agree with what it's doing. Yeah, I've seen that. So the sell stuff, I actually like that a lot. Um, if there is a graze. Well, let me clarify. I like it when it auto sells the grays. I didn't think I would, but just, you know. I have that already in, you know. Well, which yeah. add-on does that for you? Uh, I believe something in. in um, Another like gold or auction house add-on. I know there's a few that do it. Yeah, mine's built into ELVUI. Oh, okay. Saying, yeah, that There's makes a sell sense. grays checkbox. Yeah, the same with the, um, uh, I, I turn on the suggestions. For Zyger guides. No, I'll so do that. It'll, it'll yes. pop up. Yeah. And that's nice because sometimes, you know, the stuff gets lost in your bag when you get a new item or you forget to equip or you change into fishing gear or something like that. <laughs> right. But yeah, it does do some odd things and you do have a chance to uh, send in bug reports. Like it wanted to replace my artifact weapon with the a green item that I bought from a vendor. Yeah. It, I've seen that before and it's, I don't know why it does it. And then a different time... It wanted to replace my artifact weapon with my artifact weapon for my other spec. Oh, weird. I'm like, that's not, can't use both at the same time. No, I can't. No. I've had a couple where, like we had one the other night, a little bug with Zyger Guides where we were Mm -hmm. questing and it said, okay, go here. And it took us to an island in the middle of nowhere. Oh, yeah. We were in, um, we're also in Azuna. Yeah. We were trying to do the PvP thing. We go to the tower. Right. We had someone else with us who was like waiting for us. We're like, we'll be right there. And I'm like, it's over this way. I'm, I'm following like, why, the arrow. Why do we keep going south? It's and you're like, it's up north. I'm like, I'm following the arrow. Surely it knows what it's doing. <laughs> it would never lie to me. Yeah. Except sometimes it does. Except sometimes it does. I submitted that as a report too. I said, it's okay. not over here. I know what you guys are doing. While I was uh, running around to my mage, I went to one of the T-Mog. Okay. You wanted to team on. I wanted to team on, okay, so, so I went to a new Dalry and got my team on. Right. And then I wanted to go to the auction house. And then I was like, wait a minute. There's no auction house in new Dalry No, there, there is not. old Dalry Yeah. So I went back to old Dalry I know. It's, <laughs> I could go to any other city I know. Oh, wait, you're a mage. It's okay. okay. Yeah, it's I'm mage, yeah. You're a mage. All right, that's fine. So I got an odd whisper right. while I was sitting there. And it said, hey, man, cool gear. Do people give you a hard time for playing a female character? Weird. Yeah. So someone thought you were a guy playing a someone girl. Someone assumed I was a guy playing a girl character and wanted to know if... Well, I misunderstood the question at first. I thought he was saying, do people give you a hard time as a girl? Right. Um, yeah. So my response was, was like, no, not really. I don't get... Hardly ever. Well, let me ask a question. Yeah. Uh, what T-Mog? Were you wearing something buff or? I was actually just wearing whatever Legion gear I got ah, from questing. All right. So just normal gear. Yeah. This is before I, yeah, I was, yeah, before I T-Mog did anything odd. So I, at first I was just sitting there for a second going, did he mean that question at me? Because I'm wearing nothing gear. But then I remembered, well, I'm in old Dalaran. So maybe if he's leveled 70. Yeah. That's just where he's at. Yeah. Cause he's like, oh, thanks. I'm new. And. I'm in this guild, and I was just kind of concerned about playing a female character, and I 
I was like, oh, well, you do you. You don't worry about right. anybody else. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. great advice. Yeah. Yeah. And so I hadn't really you... thought about it too much, but do you think guys are given a hard time if they play female characters? <laughs> no. You know, it's really weird. Okay, so the two aspects of it, it's it, you're playing a fantasy game. So you can be whatever you want to be. There is no discrimination character-wise in whatever you play. It is just bits of data. It's a graphic. You know, your class and your spec determines what you're playing and your race to a degree. But your uh, sex that you choose is means nothing. It's just a different alignment of pixels. Now, there is the adage of guys saying, well, I don't want to stare at a dude's butt all day when I'm playing this game. And I'd rather stare at a female character's butt all day while I'm playing this game. I don't subscribe to that theory uh, because I play a male goblin. So <laughs> I stare at my head all day. What, no, I, I just don't. I don't. It's just one of those things. You play what you want to play. Like you said, you do you. It doesn't matter what you play. And I don't think it should matter at all if. All right, so there was one time when uh, there was, this is EverQuest, and the character was Marissa. And Marissa was uh, flirting with me, and uh, my character, I should say. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, all right, well. And I was kind of flirting back, and uh, M- Marissa took it a step further and was now flirting with me. On, you know, like me, 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 person. Sure. And I was like, huh. And so I was like, well, all right. And I was flirting back a little. And well, you know me, I flirt. So there was a little bit of flirting going back. Mm-hmm. And then my other buddy who played EverQuest with us, he goes, you know, that's Dean, right? Like, what? <laughs> So the rule I believe should be if a guy is playing a female or a female is playing a guy, if you are playing cross gender, is Mm -hmm. that a proper term? It will be for now. I think there is a level of responsibility for you to disclose that information to everybody else. All right. Well, well, let me let me ask you this, though. So you're saying you were you had a character that was flirting with you. Yes. And then he found out it was an IRL friend. And what what if it was, it turned out to be a female friend that you would not be interested in flirting with? You know, so is it is it the gender or is it that you thought you were just having an anonymous chat with a stranger and it turned out to be a friend? For me, it was the gender. Okay. Um, however, if it, see, I've had that same thing happen too, though, where but it wasn't flirting. So almost the same thing. Where there was a character who kept showing up and annoying, and nobody knew who it was. Oh, yeah. Until one day we all this this is really we all brought we all brought our desktops into work, mm-hmm. <laughs> which and set them all up in the conference room, which was pretty funny. And it was same guy Dean, and he had he actually brought two desktops. We're like, oh, cool, Dean brought two desktops. Maybe it's for someone else to play. No, we found out Dean was a multi boxer. Oh. And one of his characters on the character selection screen was that dude who kept annoying us. 
<laughs> and we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on, man. So he trolled. Yeah, he trolled we're like, again. not cool, bro. Not cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So. I... Disclosure is what I'm saying. You should disclose. You know, it's just odd to me. I, the whole... I think there was an article that just came out even on Kotaku or something about how... I hate that site. I just do, t- I do never, too, but it never, shows... Never quote that site. They are idiots, all of them. They post the Oh, I know, I know, I know. And this is this is my problem with this article in particular. no content, and it's just like one guy's like, you know what, I had a bad day in Legion, so I'm going to write about how it sucks. I didn't win a role. I'm going to write how bad <laughs> thing sucks. No. Wait, wait, wait. All right. So uh, let me don't get me started. Okay, let me tell you this article. You'll, you'll understand All why. All right, go ahead. You'll understand why. And I'm going to walk out. Okay, I clicked on it because it said something about uh, sugar daddies and wow. See? Yeah, okay. So basically, the article made it sound like if you're a female playing wow or you play a female character in wow. Click baited you. That you were going to be inundated with harassment or people giving you gold. Or just giving you things, or following you around. If you're a female tune, or if you're a female like you either are one. playing, a- either one. They right. may sound like if you just make a female tune, you'll have male characters following you around. And it's it doesn't just, happen. It's so ridiculous. That. I know. I've yeah. been playing for how long now? Eight, nine years. Nine years or so. The, what happens is people assume that I'm a guy without even asking. And it's never anything disparaging, you know, just like, you know, like, hey, dude, even though I'm playing a female character with a female name. Well, your name is, your name, you know, Freckleface is kind of well, I play other female neutral. characters. Well, okay, well, I play true. only female characters, and usually they have a more feminine name. All right, well, true. Well, so I get, yeah. like, the dude, and I get, like, hey, man, or, you know. Well, you know, I, I firmly believe that dude is now gender neutral as well. Uh, except no one ever calls Matt IRL. I might have from time to time. Mm, maybe every once in a while, yeah. but typ- typically not. Dude, I'd be like, yeah, I can say that. Um, it's not true because uh, I did a little social experiment a couple of years ago. It was a very simple one. I rolled a female character and a mm-hmm. male character, and I took them to a uh, bank, put them each on top of the uh, mailbox, and danced okay. in, in skivvies. All right. And my uh, my male character got more gold than my female <laughs> character did, so... Were you asking for gold, or were you nope. just... I was just there dancing. Oh. And people were tipping. I didn't make much gold, but my male character made more. Than- but you're still, like, putting yourself out there. Uh, anyway, it's just, like, a combination of this article saying, basically, extremely over-exaggerating. I, they've taken, like, isolated incidents it's and made Kataku. it sound like it happens. I know. Yeah. I know that's what they do. They are the cesspool of of computer gaming articles. Yeah. They're horrible. It just bothers me, especially because, you know, if someone thinks I'm a guy, I really have no need i don't feel any need to correct them because what, what's the point kotaku articles have been just destroyed by our community oh i know so don't know what they're talking about especially with gaming it's just kind of an odd conversation that's all i'm saying it is yeah uh, there's a weird assumption probably younger player yeah so, yeah yeah i'm a teenager um i did a brew fest irl is this your first one it was actually. It was like an Oktoberfest, real yeah, deal. Yeah, it was like a local Oktoberfest. Nice. Uh, it took place in um, Sanford. Did it have like which is games and stuff around? No, they didn't have any games. Sanford's a little north of Orlando. Yeah, a little yeah. north. It's it's more like in the suburbs, but they have a square set up. It's a beautiful old area. Yeah, I love it. I love. It. I know pretty much the area you're talking about. Yes, yeah, so yeah. they had a little stage set up, with live music. They had these long tables set up. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, and yeah. they had like, he had to go and buy tickets, and he could yeah. visit the booths and get yeah. stuff to eat and drink. And, and uh, uh, my favorite place still to go, and it's probably commercialized, and I get it, but uh, Bush Gardens mm-hmm. in Tampa has a great beer garden Oktoberfest theme all all the time. Yeah. And uh, it's really neat. Get great oh, like kraut. year-round you can do it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Kraut, sauerkraut, sausages, all that kind of stuff. It's just awesome. It's fun to do. It's just bizarre because I'm sitting there, you know, I'm enjoying, you know, the night air and hanging out with some family. And I was just sitting here thinking like, oh, this is what WoW is imitating. <laughs> <laughs> Such a bizarre thought, you know. Yeah. Like, I'm so familiar with Brewfest, but then... Right, were you looking for people riding rams? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Looking for, you know, weird games and goggles. You could get any beer glasses, (laughs) look for some pink elephants. If I, yeah, if I go find some pink elephants, like, give me some tickets. Like, and then go buy clothes with. (laughs) That'd be so awesome. Yeah, if you can buy, like, actual lederhosen with the tickets. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that would be. Were people dressed up in lederhosen and... A few people, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I, uh, I never have. And won't, so don't even... <laughs> don't get that? No, I'm German and Greek, but my ancestry. I think yeah. my husband still has a pair from when he was about five years old. He got dressed up in lederhosen. Why'd he do that? He's Bahamian. Well, on his on his father's side, on his mother's side, uh, he's got German okay. heritage. Right, yeah. yeah. Okay. German and Greek, so... Yeah. You haven't talked about your Greek heritage, huh? <laughs> we did? Yeah. Oh, okay. A little bit ago, and I said, like, Constantinopolis. Istanbul? What? <laughs> I was trying to guess the last name. Oh. You of, said you couldn't know my, how to spell it. Oh, yeah. My mother's maiden name. Yeah. Yeah. It's very difficult. Yeah. A lot of vowels and consonants in a particular order. Very strange. <laughs> it's funny how words work like that. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but you got your consonants, you got your vowels, and just Some put punctuation. them in order. <laughs> Sometimes the apostrophe slips in there. Yeah. Or a hyphen, yeah. if if you're going to be high maintenance. <laughs> Dim high maintenance words. <laughs> Anywho, so uh, tell me about your week, Ruth. Well, I had my biggest flip ever. Biggest flip in your history of flipping. Yes. Uh, I actually cornered an entire market. I mm-hmm. bought out those ley line shards or lay blood shards. And bought out the entire market. Some idiots had uh, posted singles. And I am one of those guys who believes that you should not be able to post ones. You know, if you have 200 items and you post 200 stacks of one, it's horrible. So what I did, and that was the case. There was a guy who posted, uh, it was over 200, but it was a bunch of stacks of one. So I bought it all out. This is actually, we were, uh, I was telling myself a little bit here. We were onto the, the Twisted Nether blogcast. Uh, living, live streaming, live talking and everything. And as we were on the show, I noticed that in the auction house. And so I was like, huh. And so this was a Thursday night. No, Wednesday night. No, it was a Friday night. Even better. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, uh, I'd gone to that Oktoberfest. Oh, is that where you yeah, were? Yeah, okay. I know. Because I, I, I told, told my brother, I was like, yeah, gotta be back. Gotta be back. And I, I, the time I mentioned was an hour before that. Yeah. The show started, and then I scooted in the door like 10 minutes two, till. Two, 10? Two. Anyhow. Well, in the door, maybe at the <laughs> yeah. seat, too. All right. So, anyhow, uh, I bought it all out. Everything. And it was a Friday because I was thinking, and I posted it, you know, back for a profit. Now, my entire buyout cost me um, over 50K. 
Oh my goodness. Were you nervous? I was. It was an exciting nervous though. And uh, I posted it back up and I thought it would sell within the time allotment that we were doing the show. And the show did run longer than normal. And I was certain that I would have some sales, but no, no sales. Oh my goodness. So you went, you went to sleep. Yeah, I went to sleep fifty dollars or fifty dollars, fifty thousand gold. How did floating. you sleep? Pretty well that night, actually. Oh. <laughs> and I got up the next morning, and I had sold some, mm-hmm. but not all. And I was starting to question my decision. I was like, I don't know if that was the was the timing's not good. It's a Friday night, you know. That's not the best time to post stuff because actually by then it was really Saturday morning, one a.m. type stuff. So it wasn't the best time. Timing yeah, was yeah. off. I don't really know that market. This is, you know, did I gamble too much? By Saturday afternoon, I'd already hit my break-even point. I was like, okay, awesome. well, now I'm not sweating too much. Yeah. And it still took a long time. for. I put it up in stacks of 20, but there were a lot of stacks of 20. <laughs> and uh, by Sunday, everything had sold. Entire inventory. So it was a complete flip. Uh, with profits over right close to 30,000 gold. So it was very nice. I probably won't do that kind of thing again. It's, I don't know, it's nice, but I like seeing my numbers stay up. When I drop it 50K, I'm like, ah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's that's a lot of profit, though. What, what 30K? Yeah. No, I mean, it's enough for, what, a token, I guess. You know, so. For profit, yeah. I mean, yeah. one flip, yeah, you ba- you made enough to pave your subscription for a month. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I... That's, not, that's I can, nothing to sneeze about. It's not, but it's one time. But, I mean, I, I, you know, when I'm doing the auction house, I can pull that in a week easy. So, it's not a big deal, but it was a big deal to be the one-time thing, so... Gotcha. And uh, it was pretty cool. You know, I was out doing some world quests. I am still loving how they did world quests and i know we got some new world quests coming out with the patch uh, and i've got some theories about that as well and i was down in an area doing a world quest and it was just one of those where you know you got to kill enough people to, to fill up the bar at 100 percent. so i'm doing my thing and i noticed that uh there were some demon dogs with these dudes down there so I'm killing dudes, and there wasn't a whole lot. But when I killed the demon dogs, I was getting more percentage credit. And sure. They, and they weren't hard to kill. Yeah. So I was like, hey, all right, I'm going to do this. And so I was gathering four or five or six dogs up in a group and, you know, down them that way. Mm-hmm. And I see this little island off. And it was just, you know, small islands. You can run in the water between them. You don't swim. You just kind of run. Shallow water. Shallow water. Yeah, yeah that's what it's called. <laughs> There's a technical <laughs> term for it. Shallow. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> And so I'm just jumping around, and I, I say, all right, a couple of dogs, a couple of dudes, let's go, let's go. And I run in there, and I inadvertently or whatever did not notice the probably, I don't know, 20-foot elite giant. That was, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, this is not good. <laughs> you know? yeah. So I immediately go into survival mode, and you know, I'm popping cooldowns and trying to stay alive. And What do you have to kind of escape as a warlock? Um. The main thing is I would put my void walker on them and then run. <laughs> oh, just run. You yeah. don't have any sort of get out of combat. No, they, I've lost oh. it. They, I used to have oh. the uh, shattered soul, and I don't have it anymore. It might be underneath one of my specs that I haven't dove into yet. Yeah, and they split them up like that. Yeah, but yeah. I don't have it for uh, uh, dis- uh, destruction. So 
And that just drops aggro. So again, I would do the same thing, stick my pet on him, drop aggro, and run. Uh, I couldn't. The, I had already fought my way into this area. There was nowhere I was going to be able to run to. So now I am just like in survival mode. I'm popping you know, my, my health stones. I'm draining life. I'm looking in, in my inventory for like a rejuvenation potion that I can pop. You know, anything I can do to get my health back up. I have a thing uh, where I can actually split my damage taken with my pet. I had that on. I, was, okay, yeah, I popped yeah. everything. Yeah. So I was doing good. But I was not going to survive this. And I already kind of, I kind of knew that. But I wanted to fight it out anyhow. And then there was a warlock there, another warlock. And he jumped in and helped out. Get his Void Walker in there. He's popping his portals. He's using his uh, his combat allies. And I'm like, all right, here we go. So, you know, second breath, I jump back into the fight with renewed vigor. And we down this elite. I actually got a nice uh, cloak, I think, off of him or uh, something. Piece of gear drop upgrade for me. That was nice. And so, you know, I messaged the guy. I was like, hey, Warlock Power, man. Thanks a lot. That's cool. And I really appreciate you helping me out. I mean, I was in a bind, and he's like, hey, yeah, no problem. We got to do what we do, man. We're warlocks. We stick it together. I'm like, yeah, cool. And then, I, you know, just casual. I was, I was actually going to ask, you know, tell the guy I was going to, you know, buy him a beer or something at BlizzCon. So I was like, hey, you going to BlizzCon? He's like, no, nah, man, I'm way too busy. So I was like, oh, you must be in IT. He's like, uh, no, robotics. Oh. So I was like, oh, you know, I kind of threw that card out where, yeah, my, you know, my son's going to college for robotics. And I said, by the way, have you ever heard of FIRST? which is a, the robotics league that my son was in. Turns out this guy's a mentor in first. So he's got his own team that he mentors. And we proceeded to have a great conversation about first robotics. And, and wow. That's neat. Yeah, the guy's name is X-Mutant. He's a warlock on Grey Mane. Did and you get like his actual contact info? I did the friend, so I don't have okay. like, but I mean, I know his team. I actually know who he is because it was not hard to discern who he was once I had his team number oh, for first and yeah. I looked that up and I'm okay, you're, you're this guy. It was right. pretty evident. And, uh, yeah, it was just kind of cool. You know, first is a huge thing uh, for uh, the robotics industry, technology industry. Mm-hmm. It's a great program. Now, I'm, I'm not trying to promote them or anything, but if, if you are into robotic, friendly robotic competitions. They're free to go to and watch kids have an absolute blast. Or you have a child who might be prone or inclined in the United States. And there are some, there, no, they're foreign teams as well for first. So pretty much worldwide. Just look first robotics. Look it up on Google and uh, see if there's a chapter in your area and see if you can get involved. Because it's super cool and uh, the people are just really outstanding. So that's my little plug for them there. But it was also cool to have a conversation about first in WoW. This is one of those things that this game encompasses so many genres and so many lifestyles. And just, it's so awesome. It's so inclusive. So that's been our week in the Blizzard universe. As much as I'm loving this expansion, there is something that's kind of minor that's been getting under my skin. And... Mm. The longer I, I think about it, the more I think about it, the more it bothers me. Oh, it's one of those, it just grates it's, on you. It grates on me. Yeah. It's just particularly annoying. And it has to do with the objects that when you use them, it grants you artifact power. Now, these objects, you can get them from mob drops. You can get them as crest rewards. 
you can get them in the um, the satchels that you get for doing the emissary quest. Right, the, for the world stuff, world yeah. questing. Yeah. You can get them from a ton of different places, and they get put in your bag until you click on them, and it gives you the artifact power. Simple enough, right? Yeah, I would think so. Now, for some reason, when they were designing this expansion, rather than make a few different items, they made 310 different items. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That do the same thing. That do the same thing. And almost, the, well, there's different amounts. There's different amounts. But I'll, I'll give you that. 310 different amounts. It's like four. <laughs> yeah. So the the item that, that will do this, it will have a specific item for a specific quest or a specific achievement or a specific time and place. And I understand why they would do that from a lore point of view. In that is similar to when you get a piece of gear for doing a quest, the gear is named after the quest a lot of times for yeah, it relates yeah, to it yeah for example when i just did the um uh what's that academy over in azuna where you go down and there was all the ghost students i don't remember but you do you remember doing it and you have to uh you didn't do the wand quest did you skip azuna you'd remember if you did it even if you did tiger it guys. sounds very familiar you had to get the hat the robes the wand oh and then, yeah, yeah. Anyways, when you're done with that, you get a trinket that's basically a professor's fountain pen. Okay, yeah. So let's say that was an upgrade for you and you use that item. So now your gear set includes a memento from something that you did. Yes. And when you move on and do something harder and get a better piece of gear, it gets replaced. Replaced and vendored. Yep. Or DE'd or whatever. Yeah, exactly. But these artifact items, all they do is sit in your bag until you click on them. And then they go away. And then they go away. Now, what really bothers me about it is it causes confusion when it's in the bag. Because there are so many different icons. If I know I picked up something that gave me artifact power for one thing, I'm not sure what to look for in my bag. I know you can try the option to have it highlight something that's new in your bag, but a lot of times I don't see that. Or I might go looking for it later. And the biggest problem to me is that the icon will a lot of times share an icon with something else. Right. It's the same icon. Yeah. The it, uh, the most common one that I've been getting is history of the eons. Wait. Is that the one that looks like a recipe? Yes. Uh, it's, it's a scroll and it's <laughs> highlighted in blue. And I looked it up on Wowhead. The same icon is only used for recipes, whether it's tailing recipes um, enchanting stuff, uh, schematics, patterns, whatever. So we have already been conditioned to when we see the icon to go, oh, something new, something I can learn, something new to do, or, you know, maybe it's something that's valuable and you can put up in the auction house yeah, and potentially make recipe. some gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no. So you, yeah, and you don't realize a lot of gaming is audio and visual cues that you stopped consciously thinking about after a certain period of time. So the icons are visual cues that, you know, you're going through your bag to sort it out and you see an icon that shows a pair of pants. You go, okay, that's gear. I need to either put that on or vendor it. Or it's a scroll. I need to click on it and learn it. Or it looks like an item of food. I can, I can eat that or I can vendor it. So it's throwing off that association. When you first uh, told me you were going to be covering this, I paid attention to how I was sorting and looking in my bags. And I found out that I forget that 
those are in there. And now I had to go row by row, icon by icon, hover, 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 right, and read it. And read and go, which one of these is an artifact power that I can use? Because I don't want it taking up bag space. No, you don't. And I want to get my artifact power up so I can go choose another, you know, uh, skill or whatever it is for that they call it. Yeah. So, I, I, I. it just it was really funny because I wasn't conscious of this until you mentioned it, and I went back and went, I am wasting an inordinate amount of time sitting here going, is that it? Is that it? Is that it? Is oh oh there's one right now. The um, do you have any um the ancient man items in your bag? The blue crystals? Yeah, yeah, I got those. Those they're, are really easy to pick out. I mean, yes. there's they come in different amounts. You can get um ancient mana clusters, crystals, gems, or I think shards. Right. But they all look very similar. It's got that same blue tinge the to it. The same blue yeah. tinge. It looks like the same thing. And you can always pick it out of your bag. Yeah. Whereas these artifact items, there's no clear association with anything. For example, there's several artifact items that are keys. And when I get a key in my bag, I think, what can I do with this key? Right. I can go somewhere I, I wasn't able to go to. I can unlock, unlock something. Unlock something. Yeah. I wasn't able to unlock before. And, and instead I go, okay, it's artifact power. Now, not that I'm not excited to get artifact power, I am, but like right now, I need what twelve thousand or something crazy to go to my next tier. Yeah. So getting you know 150 at a time, yeah. it it's nice, but it doesn't. It it's nothing new. Right. Here's a tablespoon. Go dig a hole. Big hole. There's an artifact item that is. It's called a sweaty bandana. Okay. It is the same icon as ruined ember silk scraps. Now, back when they introduced the um, the new thing in fishing, whereas you will no longer just not be able to fish somewhere, you can fish wherever, but you're going to fish up junk right. until your fishing skill catches up to the level where you're at. I would get a ton of those ember silk scraps. Mm. So they took the same icon for something that's junk. And made it something useful. So you see it and you go, junk, I'm going to go vendor that. Yeah. So, and those are just three examples. I, I kind of feel like they went, hey, we have this huge database of icons. And if you've ever uh, made a macro and like yeah. sort of, there's a ton yeah. of them. I get it. They want to use them. But everything also shares the icon to something else. Right. They should have had a single icon. It should have been easily identifiable. And, uh, you yeah. Know, the flavor text could be different among all of them. And the amount of, of, of rune power, not rune power, whatever, the uh, the artifact power uh, could be more. That's fine. But just make it easily identifiable. Well, even then, like, I, I get it that when you do a particular quest, they give you kind of a matching reward. A lot of times, the name of the object and the flavor right. text will tie in. Well, that's fine. But the, the what it looks like doesn't. Because it's well, even still, like I don't even really see the point of it. I mean, I look at it for a second, and then I click on it; and it's gone. I mean, some other you know gray items. They might amuse me enough so that I keep them in my bag for a while. Yeah, you collect all those romance novels. I know you. Well, yeah. I mean, who doesn't? Me. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> But I okay. I have liked how this uh, expansion they've added in the um, the gray gray items with flavor text. Right. Yep. Like I got a a mining sword the other day. Cool. 
I don't remember the exact name of the item, but it's ba- the flavor text was basically this sword has been chipped so that so much says useless. You really shouldn't use a sword for mining. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I, I get that. I get it, but you know the, these artifact items—they're just there for you to use them. And I can't find them in my bag. It's ruining the association that I have. It's ruining that that instant visual association that makes me be able to quickly look at what's in my bag and go, do I need to click on that? Do I need to sort it? Do I need to sell it? Yeah, it really, it sounds like it's taking you out of your happy place. It kind of is. What if it had a, like a, an outline, like a yellow outline around the icons? Yeah, that might help. See, I, I just, I like much better what they did with Ancient Mana. Just the crystals? Just like, there's only so many different type of items. They grant different amounts. Well, I mean, I was kind of thinking like some what they did with the quest items. You get a quest item in your bag, and now it has that orange outline. Yeah, it's to the highlighted. Icon. But with the quest items as well, even if you don't have any add-ons and you're just tracking the quest, you can interact with that item without having to open your bag. Right. Yep. Like if it's take this beam and point it at things, and then you just point on the thing and you click on the, and the you know, quest. quest log. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I might be overreacting because on the one hand, I do like the effort that they put into it. And making all these items, but at the same time, it just kind of annoys me. What if it was like a completely different system? Like if we had a little bar to fill up. Yeah. And every time you filled that bar up, then you could discharge, you know, you get, you get a special, you, you get one of those, uh, the icons that pops on your screen. You know, the extra action bars. Yeah. And so when you have enough ancient mana collect, in other words, it doesn't even go into... It treats it as a currency. It doesn't go into your bag. It treats it as a currency, and it just goes into your ancient mana currency. Oh, and when you have enough, you Oh, you mean like your it. artifact? Okay, so. Yeah, your artifact. Sorry, I said ancient Okay, mana. so oh. what you're saying is that you just collect. Collect it like you collect, collect currency. Collect it and then spend it. Yeah. And then spend it on, you know, depending on what spec you're in. Right. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so just charge. I mean, and they could even give you like, you've got enough, you know, for another thing. All right, cool. Right, and then, so if you wanted to use it on that weapon, you could. If you want to do change specs. Change specs, use it on that, which is how it works now anyhow. Yeah, yeah. You just just have to click it in your bag. So this way it wouldn't take up bag space, it would just be treated as a currency. Yeah. And they could give you little trackers if you wanted, little, you know, you track everything else. In fact, they do now give you that. You have a, a, the above your XP bar is your tracking bar for your, uh, your weapon. So it's there, that mechanic's there, just... You know, yeah, I can. Uh, there is a little thing, like it does a little bit, a little thing where you, you cash it in and it holds the weapon up. And yeah, and it does a little noise. I like the noise. Yeah, but you could get that same thing. You would get it less often. Yeah, but I don't know. It just the amount of time I spend going through my bags and trying to figure out what things are, right? Because I don't recognize the icons. Yeah. Or like you said, like things are just getting ignored because I think it's something else. So they need to be more identifiable, and I think our As reward artifact for, power, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, our re- and our reward for using them, I think, should be a little more. Yeah. A little more than just the, I'm holding my weapon up and doing my thing. I gotcha. Oh. Yep. Well, uh, Frag BlizzCon's coming up. You can stand in line at the developer's Q&A, and uh, you can pose them that question. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> but before you actually pose them that question, be sure... Uh, to identify yourself of and course. your character. 
Uh, and guild. Guild. And, and pause for recognition. Pause for recognition. Yep. Look around. Wave. Uh-huh. Uh, tell them what class. Mm-hmm. Be sure to in pet's name <laughs> and what T-Mog you've got. Right, right. And current, how, current item level. Current item level. How long you've been playing. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's important. My very first tune. Server you're on. Mm-hmm, server. Uh, guild. Guild, yeah. yeah. Guild leader's Race name. class. Main tank's name. <laughs> yeah. You know, spin that. Where I'm from. Yeah. Where no. I live, where I was born. Yeah. Everywhere in between. Yeah. Shoe size. Shoe size. Shoe size, yeah. Oh, I don't tell people my shoe size. They don't? Mm-mm. Oh. Uh, what kind of gaming mouse you have. Okay. Yeah, All right. Important. Very important. And uh, hair color in game. Oh, in game. Yeah, in game. But I changed color. mine. I don't remember. Current hair color in game. <laughs> I don't know. I changed it with my T Mog. <laughs> Battle tag. Oh, bat- yeah, yeah. Battle tags, Battle people tag. can find yeah. me. Yeah, find obviously, you. Twitter. So they're going to whisper yeah. me and yeah. tell me. Give me a Twitter. How much you like my question? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Twitter <laughs> email. <laughs> I would totally do that. Your email. You can find me at podcast at hearthcast dot com. <laughs> oh, my name is Freckleface. I'm on Twitter at hearthcast freck. And my question is: See how I paused there? I did. I, I waited. Really good. I waited, waited for applause. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Things not to do at BlizzCon on the next episode of HearthCast. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So artifacts, make them a little better. The artifact power. Work on that blizzard. Frank, you know, Blizzard has a long history of fantastic storytelling through their all of their games. Quest lines that move a story forward. They'll provide hints about the past. They'll explain things, you know, why those things are the way those things are. Or sometimes they just let our tunes assume different roles or do something a little different. And all it's all out there in the world just waiting for us to go do. So quests like the main storyline, whatever the main storyline is, and there's always a main quest line to follow. Your starting zones was always fun to do. To learn about your race and your history. I really like the Torn starting zone. It's my one of my favorite areas. It's just oh, really yeah. Before or after Cataclysm? Before? Did you changed it? Yeah, I they changed to go back it. And do it. I really liked. It. I felt one with the Earth. So that was really cool. Uh, also, getting summoned. I love being summoned by the king or the war chief. Like what? You want to see me? Sweet. Now she wants to see me. Sweet. <laughs> Some of them provide hints about things that happened before. Mm. Yeah. You know, when you do that uh, quest line that takes you to uh, Old War, you oh, can get yeah. into like the creation of Azeroth. Yeah, the Titans and the yeah, and the old constructs gods. and yeah. It goes way back. So it gives you a history of, you know, how things were settled, where we came from. Did you know where gnomes came from? Oh, ah. Uh. I can't remember. They were robots that were given the curse of the flesh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah that, don't you, you do that in the starting zone there, don't you? Or is it a different one? No, you do, you find one? that out in, I think, Burian Tundra. Oh, yeah. weird. Now, sometimes the past, uh, the story they give you isn't quite what it was, how it happened. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite quest lines, uh, the day Deathwing came to town. Oh, that one's so much fun. Yeah, and everybody has. <laughs> I the punched different... him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he 
you get the world shrinker and yeah. yeah, that was a fun quest line. A lot of them that have you going uh, time hopping back in time, head in time. Even you know dungeons do that too. Now with time walking all over the place, but particular quest lines actually have you go ahead in time and back in time that just mess with you too. There's some quest lines that have you assume a role, like you might assist in some kind of ritual or witness something. We're doing a lot of witnessing in this particular expansion. Sometimes you're acting out something that happened in the past. You know, we're doing that a lot with Illidan. Oh, man, yeah. And uh, the most recent one I did was uh, when you as a player, when you're going through that academy that I was mentioning earlier, and uh, then you get captured at the end, and you wake up and these guys are about to kill you, and then they get hit by uh, the prince. And he's like, oh, let me tell you about how I did this. And then you play as him. <laughs> you play as him, yes. See yourself yeah. get dragged off. Yeah. And have to fight your way back. The quest is literally called Save Yourself. You have to fight your way back to see your own character standing there and have to turn the quest to yourself. Yeah, you can turn it into yourself. Yeah. 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 Uh, I always enjoyed playing as a Naga. That's always fun to do. Yeah. Or we got to play as a Murloc this expansion. Oh, I love that quest. That was fantastic. And you mentioned Illidan. Playing as Illidan was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And along the same lines, you get to do something different that you normally don't get to do every day. As in not your usual one, 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 two, three. <laughs> and I know when we had uh, BRK on a couple of weeks ago, he actually don't, didn't like the vehicle quest like that mm-hmm. because it had nothing to do with how you were being proficient with your character. I, I kind of enjoy, I like the bombing quests. Like you get on, you know, a, a plane or a dragon or a bird. And you get your reticule? Yeah. <laughs> and, reticule? Uh, Right, you just lay, you know, put that thing on the ground. Where else are you going to throw the bomb at, or yeah. where are you going to have the dragon breathe fire, or whatever it is? You get to do that, and it's like that's neat to me. Of course, there's a poop quest, right? Was, yeah, you had to bring that up. Did we do in this expansion? I don't remember. You know, it. not that I, not that I recall. Uh, it's probably a hidden it's one. It's probably somewhere. Yeah, yeah. but those just kind of like I think they're a bit humbling. A so poop like, quest? Yeah. Humbling? It's humbling. All right. I think that's the purpose of it. Uh, because your role in this whole universe, you know, you're kind of a nobody. You're an adventurer. Right. But I'm a general. Well, not anymore. No, now I'm the best warlock in my class, so they say in my class hall. All right. Yeah. But. Everybody poops. So. <laughs> no, no, but honestly, I think those quests are thrown in there is kind of a. As to emphasize the fact that you're a you're a hired hand, yeah, that yeah, you're just you doing see, whatever needs to be done. Tasks, yeah, I get you to get the money to get the gear. Yeah, and there's also, uh, of course, machinery. Are you driving something? Are you flying something? Or you're like I kind of like the ones where you're doing the uh, you have to prepare a recipe. You guys like it needs more bananas or it needs more whatever, and you're like clicking on stuff and throwing stuff in. Now the temperature is this way. Open the vents. Okay. Yeah, Stormheim, I think, is the the one that did that. We had to throw stuff in the pot while he's making the stew. There's a couple of them. There was, yeah. there was, didn't Hemet Nessingwari have us do one of those? Or oh, around that I don't area? remember. It was an Angoro Crater. Not Angoro Crater. Uh, the in High Mountain? No, in... Um, well, he's in High Mountain. In the, in the uh, Well, he's now. I'm talking about like in, oh. uh, in, uh, in Wrath of the Lich King. Oh, I... I uh, you're current. You're talking current? Yeah, I'm talking oh, current expansion. Yeah, I think it's the only one. Yeah. So, with all these quest lines and everything that there is to do, do you have a favorite quest line in the game? 
Mine is still, even after all this time, going to have to be the Goblin starting zone. Town in a box or whatever it was? No, before that. No, because the, uh, the town in the box comes after you have to evacuate the island. Oh. But you start out, you're about to come into prominence. You're about to have this party thrown in your honor. And you're going around and you're getting a new dress and you're uh, driving in this car. You get your friends. You're beeping the horn. And basically, Deathwing shows up and disrupts everything. Wrecks the party. Wrecks the party. Your girlfriend cheats on you. Your boyfriend. The the prince who's supposed to save everybody. Mm. You know, hightails on a run. It's just, it starts out so whimsical and then just devolves into like savagery it's like basically you start out with this very privileged life and then like one day just everything goes to pieces you become a hired hand (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i like that aspect of it and also just really like honking the horn yeah and running over people in the bank yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because they all yell at you (laughs) yeah in tanaris back in the day there was a quest line and to complete it you had to drink a potion which killed you and when you were dead, you could turn the quest into the other dead person. You had to. Oh, ne- crazy. Yeah. The yeah, dead person was that. the quest giver and the quest turner. You had to be dead to interact with them. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that aspect of it. And in that same area, and I think it was the same expansion, there was a quest line where you were fighting and then your future self showed up. Oh, weird. And now you're fighting alongside your future self. And, you know, there's interaction with your future self. He's like, and he tells you, you know, you may want to get a gear upgrade on there. (laughs) Oh, don't you also hear uh, fight your past self as well? Later on. Oh, yeah. In that same quest line, you come back and you're fighting yourself in the past or with yourself in the past. Yeah. I do remember um, Chromie was uh, helping us out of that quest. Yeah, Yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. It was so cool. I like like it. It was pretty neat. We asked you all what your favorite quest line was in the World of Warcraft, and this is what a few of you had to say. Dylan says the old Wrathgate quest. That's how we got old Crafty and Orgrimmar as an alliance. Ian says Deathwing quest chain was hilarious. Faded Wizard Hat quest chain was funny, and current Valshara is a feels train. Chriselda says whacking peon orcs in the head. Lol, me busy to leave me alone. Steph says Cluck. Andrew says a DK class hall for the four horsemen. Kid agrees the day Deathwing came to town. And also the Harrison Jones quest in Oldham. Robert says Jurassic Park. Neil says I like when the monkey falls in love with the undead chick, but he didn't know she was undead at first. When he found out it scared him, but he loved her so much he didn't care if she was a zombie. He just wanted to be with her. Curtis chimes in and says any quest with Johnny Awesome. Kim says poop quest. It's just not an expansion without a quest to find and inspect piles of poop. Heather says, I like long walks on the beach and kicking fish. (laughs) Aaron says, Brendan, Brad, and Ice Crown. I like a lot of quest lines, but that one is at the top of my list. Jonathan says, I like all the forsaken quest lines, but do the right thing where you smash in the heads of the human buried up to their neck. Always struck him as amusing. Eric says riding on Fiona's caravan through the Plaguelands. Joe says the nut and the outhouse quest in the hills. Catherine says the new pet quest where you save Grumpy from the burning house. 
Dave says, Watching the squirrels in Fellwood, priceless. Ian says, The old Paladin quest line for the Epic Mount. Antonio says, I really like the lore of Pandaria, the Black Prince quest, and the Celestials quest. What's the reason of a fight of war? Lori says, Fires of Iraq, Tarot quest line. Matthew comes in and says, Ooker Dooker! And then says he's new to WoW. Jared likes the Warlock Dreadseed quest line. Matthew says, The uh, Lincoln's quest in Angora Creator. Remember doing it way back in Vanilla. John's most sentimental quest is the Orc and his Dragon in Hillsbrad. Roxana says, Punching Deathwing in the face. That chain in Jade Forest with a hosen living the undead. Or loving them, sorry. And Tyler says the quest line that gets you your, your Illidari tabards back in Burning Crusade. Turning in Kel'Thuzad's Phylacterine Vanilla was also a really awesome lore moment, but not many people got to do that. Yeah, the bottom line of it is they know what they're doing at Blizzard with quests. And people really like the Deathwing one. <laughs> yeah, apparently that was the number one that came in. Yeah. A lot of people. That was such a fun quest. Though. It was. It really, really was. Especially, what was the guy who was, who was talking about the... The pretty, the pretty chicks who went and uh, riding a motorcycle and it was a blood elf. Wasn't that? Oh, yeah. yeah I don't remember. Yeah. I was thinking the guy was Johnny Awesome, but I don't think it was now. I don't remember no. who. Good times. Oh, good times. Hey, folks, when you're out and about on the internet, don't forget to stop by our website, hearthcast.com, and uh, use our Amazon link there. Or you can just go directly to hearthcast.com forward slash Amazon. You will end up on Amazon. And everything works 100% just as if you were on Amazon like normal. Just stuff going on in the background. Any money you spend, we get a little bit of that. And that helps us offset costs here at no extra expense to you. And we really do appreciate that. Hell is End is going on right now. There's a few new items for 2016. Uh, there's a new costume that you can get. Ooh. There's uh, items that you can dress up your companion pets with. Oh, neat. Yeah. yeah. Pepe? Can you dress up Pepe? believe that'd be, so. That'd be neat. Yeah. Got to catch all the rats. <laughs> and uh, Headless Horseman. Don't forget Yeah, that. if you're in a group and someone tells you that you need to kill all the rats, hey, hey, don't hey. listen. <laughs> <laughs> no, if they do, tell me because I want to know about it. Okay. Cause they owe me a See d- if you can spread the rumor. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to know that's being, you know, pushed out there. Yeah. Big thanks to all of our friends on Facebook. And our followers on Twitter. And as we close this show, we want to thank you for listening. We'd love to hear your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastrec and at hearthcastroot, or just head on over to our Hearthcast Facebook page. You can support Hearthcast by using our Amazon link at hearthcast.com slash Amazon. You can save $3 off your Loot Crate by visiting LootCrate.com forward slash HearthCast and using the offer code HearthCast at checkout. Our Patreon page can be found at Patreon.com slash EIPS. And remember, Curse Premium will keep all your in-game add-ons up to date automatically. Please visit HearthCast.com for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root. And Freckleface. This podcast is part of the D20 Grip Network.